Hello and welcome to another podcast from BetfairTradingCommunity.com with me, your host Martin. What makes a successful horse racing strategy? That's what we're going to talk about today. I think it's really important to talk about this because obviously we've got the horse racing software now. We've got amazing horse racing software that will change your Betfair trading life. You'll be able to create your own strategies, build your own filters, have your selections given to you each day from that strategy at the click of a button. And also, probably most importantly of all, you can back test those strategies. You can see how they've performed over the years. And you can do all of this relatively simply. Now, on the site itself, we have the videos in every section of the software. You can just watch a quick tutorial video. Um, but it's really not that complex. And once you maybe do one or two filters, you really start to get the hang of it and you can just create them as many as you want and the beauty of it is that because you can back test the filter you know we're not having to create a strategy then test it we can actually see the results we can see if this is something worth pursuing or not now I always I do always suggest you still do some forward testing once you have found a strategy but what's interesting here is that there are certain things. So I'm noticing from the strategies people are sending me saying, Martin, have a look at this or saying, Martin, please share this with the community. This has been working well for me. I've noticed that people are looking at certain aspects of horse racing in terms of what criteria they're using in their selections. And really importantly, these things tend to be making a big difference as to whether a strategy is successful or not. So I'm going to go through some of them today, guys, if that's okay with you. And, you know, I'm going to tell you, basically, if you want to create a horse racing strategy for trading on Betfair that's going to make you money, these are the things you should be looking at within your strategy, okay? Now, number one, and it's pretty obvious, I think, is course. Look at the courses. When you run your strategy, when you run whatever your strategy is, whether you're you know laying beaten favourites or you want to back favorite beaten favourites or you know you want to lay the favourite back the favourite, whatever in the world your strategy is, it's important to look at which courses the strategy works well on. Because there's a couple of angles and reasons for this. Number one, courses make a difference. So there will be strategies that work better at some courses than others. How do we know that? Well, we look at the back testing, and the back testing will tell you. You know, you might look at it and you say, "Oh, hang on, Air does really well with this strategy, but Chelmsford City doesn't." So you could have loads of different things with course, and it's important to look at the course and go, "Right, okay." Now, I'm not saying you necessarily remove all the courses that aren't doing particularly well, but maybe you look at it as I'll monitor them. And the ones that are doing really badly, I would just remove. Number two, going. Okay, so again, this is something I don't think people use well enough within the software, but look at what going works best for this strategy. You know, different horses perform differently at different going. Now, you might not really know much about going. Going is basically the state of the turf, yeah? what's condition it's in in terms of you know whether it's so when it's wet it will be like soft um things like that and when it's harder obviously the horses can run totally differently um it's kind of hard to explain this in layman's terms so i'll use a different sport to do it imagine tennis right players over the years although not so much recently but over the years perform very differently on grass clay and hard courts 
there are some players that grass court suits their style of play. You know, think Pete Sampras. How many times he won Wimbledon? Well, the French Open, he always struggled, right? He didn't play well on clay. Clay really suits Nadal. He's won a you know, ridiculous amount of Grand Slams at Roland Garros. And yet you combine the other three together. Yeah, he's won Grand Slams at all of them, but not that many at each. Nowhere near. I mean, Clay is by far, far and away his best surface. Right? There's just no, no two ways about that. And it's the same with horses. So going matters. So when you look at your results, look at the going. How did they perform in different goings? And if there is a going that doesn't work, you know, I would be tempted to get rid of it. Now, as I scroll through the options here, I'm just going to look at some others. The number of runners is a good one. You know, look at, well, does this strategy work better within a range of, say, you know, I don't know, 8 to 15 runners? You know, does it struggle when you get above 15 runners? Does it struggle below that? You know, look at how runners in the race and see which range works well for your strategy. Really important. Another really important one, class. The class of race basically just means the quality, in theory, the quality of the race. Think of it almost like a league table system where class one races are the Premier League, class two, the championship, class three, league one, etc., etc. Now, see what class works well with this strategy. You know, I've seen strategies where class two, three, four, five, six, and seven all work really well, but class one doesn't. So you go, well, okay, I'll get rid of class one. Sometimes it's really easy when you look at this stuff to go, this isn't working, I'll remove it. And then you'll be amazed at how much it increases the profit, um, obviously, in your back testing. Again, forward testing, this stuff's really important. Race type, this is going to matter. Is it flat? Is it jumps? All this stuff matters. So again, you want to look at that. Same with handicap. Handicap's really important. Race distance. So you're getting to a point here where there's actually quite a few things uh, that you might want to consider. Now, age is another good one, where you look at the age and go, okay, I want the age to be, you know, maybe three to... Well, a range I've found that seems quite good, it can be three to nine, because horses tend to be at their best at those ages. Now, obviously, as they get older than nine in horse years, that's pretty old. And younger than three is obviously very young. So that makes sense. But that's, again, that's something that you're going to want to look at here. Um, now, as I scroll through, um, I'm looking at what, one that's been pointed out recently. And this is quite interesting because I don't think a lot of you guys would have thought about this. Um, but gender. Gender. You know, do female horses work better than male horses in these situations on this strategy? That is something else you might want to look at there um a really interesting one that we've, we've not really thought about now we've got the more deeper stuff like official ratings pace ratings dslr stuff like that that's not i don't mind the pace rating stuff for myself personally that's something i do look at a fair bit but other than that i don't look at this stuff too much and i feel like if you're coming from a background of more where you're into horses that is the stuff you might want to look at more if you're not, I actually think that creating strategies without that stuff is easier because you don't have to learn about all the ins and outs of some of the terms when really all you need is a strategy that makes money. All you need to go is, well, well, if I lay the favourite 
you know, between odds of blah, 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 and use these conditions, I can see that it does well. Why don't I use that as a strategy? So the other thing that I want to talk about here is the odds. Yeah. So once we've got the criteria, another thing you can do, and again, this is where backtesting is second to none in how much it will help the strategy. You can choose a price range. So I could look at, let's say I look at between, you know, let's say it's a back strategy and I'm looking at odds between, I don't know, let's just start at 1.01. I might look at odds, I might look at results between 1.01 and, and 10, right? Or I might go higher than 10. I might go 1.01, let's just say I go 1.01 to 1,000, right? So I cover the whole odds range. I get the results of the strategy. I note it down or I save it as a strategy. And then the other thing I can do then is go, okay, I'm going to change the odds. So this time I'm going to go 1.01 to 10 or to 20, odds of 20. And then I see, is there a difference? Do I lose a lot of profit if I do that? Or does it actually you know, make more profit? Or even if it doesn't make more profit, does it make things less swingy because I'm not backing at really high odds all the time? You can keep doing that until you actually find the price range that works really well for you. And the strategy I'm looking at now between odds between two and seven is the best odds range to work at. And so this is something that's really, really good to do. Now, what you can do is when you get your results, so you could run it at 1.01 to 1,000 and then get the results. And after you get the results, download the excel file this is another thing i don't think people do enough what they don't realize that you can do is that if you scroll down once you've run your strategy you've run the results if you go to individual trades it actually shows you all of the trades for that strategy so what you can then do is there's a little cloud with a little kind of downward arrow sort of download button if you click that you can actually download all of your results Right, so you can download all the results for that strategy. Now all you need to do is order the odds, and um, you know, so order your entry price from A to Z, and then you will see all the odds from 1.01 whatever, and you can then just go into this sheet, delete everything between a certain odds range, and check how the profit stacks up. So you could literally do all that. It would literally take maybe two or three minutes at most. And you could work out your perfect odds range without having to keep run the results with different odds ranges. So that's kind of a little bit of a life hack there for horse racing trading, but it works really well. So these are what people are using. These are the kinds of things people are using to have successful horse racing strategies. And I thought it'd be good to get this out as a podcast. I'll probably do it as a video as well, because ultimately I feel like a lot of traders you know, you can you can get hung up on a lot of things like, oh, I'm not sure what to do with my strategy. Sometimes it can just be as easy as, well, you know, I'll look at backing the favourite. Okay, which odds range is best? Which course does this work at? Which class does this work in? Go and study those results and then you'll find an edge where you go, okay, it's clear to me that this odds range works best for backing the favourite. It makes money at these courses with this race type. Um and all that jazz, right? So I think that no matter what your kind of experience is of horses, you've got that in, you've got a way of doing this. Um, so yeah, give the horse racing software a go because what I'm finding is if you follow these steps, 
you can have a really good strategy. And, you, and you'll see that a lot of people that are creating strategies and ones that share with you, the things they're looking at are this, the course, the going, number of runners, class, race type, whether it's a handicap or not, race distance, age, and then kind of as a bit of a wild card, gender is a bit of a wild card there, isn't it? Pace rating is not a bad one if you if that's something that you're into. But then the other key is looking at the odds. You know, which odds does this work at? Now, the final thing I'm going to mention on this before I close this podcast is the other thing you can look at that's really good is the race time. When should I enter this trade? Now, a lot of the time, I like to get in closer to the start of the race because the reality is that's when the money is moving. That's when the markets are moving. That's where the money is. Um, and so if you can check your strategies, you know, 10 minutes before the off to the race start or even 10 seconds before the off to race start, you know that you're entering at that point. And see what the difference is. Does this make more money if I enter 10 minutes before or two hours before? Or does this make more money if I enter right at the off? Does this make more money if I enter in play? A bit more difficult. You've got to be very quick on the trigger finger and know what you're doing to trade in play on horses. Um, and I'm not a massive, massive fan of that unless you're using automation because I just think it's very hard to do. But look at that stuff because that is all available to you. Okay, And you can literally see when you run your results. Okay, I would have made... Let's say I would have made a thousand pounds on the back testing to one pound stakes, so it would have made a thousand points in two and a half years, and stuff like that is going to make a massive difference to your horse racing trading. All right, guys, I think I've made my point. I'm not going to, you know, lengthen this one too much more. There's no real need to. If this has inspired you, if you felt like this message has helped you see the light in terms of becoming a horse racing trader, or at least looking at the horse racing software, then I really advise you to jump onto the horse racing software and betfairtradingcommunity.com. Um, you know, we do cheap trials for people where it's like, you know, it's a few quid for a few days or something like that. If you're already on one of the other packages, so, I mean, the only other package you could be on where it's relevant would be um, the sports package and you want to upgrade, just get in touch with us. You can do it through your dashboard, but it might be easier if you get in touch with us and uh, we can sort that for you and let you know kind of about pricing and stuff. Um, but yeah, basically, the ability to backtest is second to none and it will change your trading life. Um, now, if you're already a member and you're already a horse racing member and you feel a bit inspired by this podcast, you're thinking, what can I do? Get on the software, test some strategies, use the criteria I've talked about and see if you can find something that has an edge. Because ultimately you should be able to. If you follow that advice, you should be able to find something that's got an edge, right? And then forward test it a bit. And you could potentially have yourself a winning strategy that could make you money for a long, long time to come. And it's like I said, it's just so simple to do ultimately. Watch a couple of the tutorial videos, learn how to use the software. But once you've learned it, it's like anything. Once you've learned it, it's like riding a bike. You know, like when you learn to drive or... Um, when you're learning to, I, I'm quite into my board games at the moment, and when I'm learning to play some of those more complex ones, sometimes I look at the instruction manual, and, you know, the first thing I think is, well, 
I can't do this. And, you know, within 10 minutes, I've learned the game. And we've got tutorial videos, which is ironically what I use for the um, board game stuff as well, which actually I find is the easiest thing. If you listen, if you watch people do things and you're watching videos, then that can be the best thing for it. But give it a go, guys. I think a lot of people, especially the time of year we are where that, yeah, sure, there's summer football. There's still plenty of football for me to trade personally. But without the Premier League, without the Winter Leagues, the big Euro Leagues, I know a lot of you guys aren't as involved with the football. Horse racing. This is the time for horse racing. Um, All right, guys. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Hope you have a great week. But most importantly of all, I hope you make some money trading on Betfair.